This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Oh, yeah, the 11th day of Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas. Once again, we are broadcasting live, and we are at the Sportsman's Warehouse. Two more days left, today and tomorrow. And Nate Shulman is uh, with us here once again this morning uh, to give us an update. Was here this weekend. You had a uh, special helper this weekend. I, I did. Tinsel Tory came in from the North Pole. Surprise! She did. She surprised me, and she brought a lot of toys and a lot of bikes and a lot of books and a lot of Marines and a lot of box trucks. <laughs> First of all, I mean, let, let's recount the Toys for Tots weekend. Over 6,000 teddy bears. 6,000? Wow. Hit the ice wow. after the first goal at the Steelys game this Saturday. I mean, that, that's a lot. That's a lot. And then they got all those down to the uh, laundromat to get them dry. <laughs> <laughs> An but, hour later, the game could start. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know what? Thanks to the ECHL for doing that. And thanks to the uh, Idaho Steelheads for doing that. I mean, that, that was a, it, it's a cool thing that happens. Um, and, I mean, you, you know what it's like when they, uh, when they do the chuck-a-puck uh, mm-hmm. during the, uh, the final intermission. Um, just to see all those teddy bears just rain down on the ice. It's fantastic, and, and and for the players to be a part of that, for Newfoundland to be a part of that, uh, to see that, it was pretty cool. Uh, way, for Bo- uh, way for Boise to show up. And as far as everybody here at Idaho's Largest Toy Drive, you guys kept us busy all weekend long. I was afraid the snow on Friday was going to affect us. I was afraid the rain this weekend was going to affect us. It did not. That is awesome. It did not. We are now working on trailer number four. Wow. Right now. With two full days left to go. Yes. And I know there's a lot of people that haven't made their um, drop-offs as of yet. I know V-Cut is coming in this morning. They were That's who we started uh, our toy drive with this year. When, is he bringing favors? He might be. He might be bringing he, some favors? He might be. Oh, good. Yeah, he oh, might good. be. Toy I'm, cigars? I'm, I'm not sure. sure but. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Wiley. Brian Wiley, Real Money Pros. Brian Wiley wrote a check from Tree City Advisors for $10,000 on Friday. Another $10,000. Yes. Kenny Calkins came in, wrote a personal check and a a check from Cloverdale Plumbing on Friday. Uh, Idaho GOP is going to be showing up uh, this afternoon. We're going to find out who's going to give more toys, either the Ada GOP or Canning County GOP. Um, Ooh. And, and here, Ooh, man, you don't want to get beat there. Well, here's the interesting part. So uh, I'm going to out one state senator right now. Uh, state Senator Tammy Nichols has been, uh, Toy Drive has always kind of been her jam. Um, she's She's gone over, she's actually just taken my car. Uh, at at uh, at at certain points, it's just gone all over Canyon County, collecting <laughs> toys. 
So, because she knows where every Albertsons is and every Walmart right. is and every place that's collecting toys, and she's just been rounding them up and bringing them here uh, for that's the job. Jo- that's pretty brave. It it is Lo- loaning a senator your car. Yeah, well, you know, I I know she's covered. Um, at, at the same time, for the uh, for the gentleman that got a hold of me on Facebook and said, "Hey, I had a uh, I had a toy store. I have all my toys in storage." I have a couple thousand toys. Can I bring? <laughs> can I bring them to you? Yes. I said no. Go ahead and call the Marines directly and donate your <laughs> over ten thousand toys. Holy Toledo! And he's just—he's got them in sco- storage. He was and- tired of paying for the storage. Wow. Yes, he was tired. I mean, these were collectible toys. Oh, by the way, these toys that people are are dropping off, these are fantastic toys. Um, Nintendo Switches. Somebody donated four Nintendo Switches. Those are not that's, cheap. Uh, that's pretty good. I know. Those I know. are not cheap at all. Somebody's going to get a very Merry Christmas this year. Yes. Uh, all the bicycles. And, I mean, all the, uh, oh, gosh, the, uh, somebody else donated uh, five or six drones. Just toy drones. Again, another not inexpensive Christmas gift. So a toy drone still functions as a drone, though, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's technically it's a real drone. But it's a toy. But it's a toy. I see. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Remember ball in a cup? Yeah. I, I do. <laughs> hours, hours of fun. Hours of fun with ball in a cup. But now there's drones. And the scooters. Mike, the scooters. Oh, my Lord, the scooters. Holy scooters. Scooters up the wazoo. And, 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 and all the wazoos. That's, that that's sounds painful. When, that's, yes. That's when you're not riding them correctly. <laughs> uh, and, and the bikes. Mike, the bikes. Wow, the new and used bikes that have been dropped off. We are busting with bikes. That will be uh, cool this year because the uh, goal for the uh, Boise Bicycle Project was 500 bikes. I uh-huh. had 500 requests from children. It would be so cool if the bikes that we got just here alone help them reach what's their goal for the decade because we may have passed that well i I tell you what uh the the, we've counted the bikes that are in the tent Mm -hmm. we have not counted the bikes that are in the kendall auto group our uh toy hall it's it's full it's full full. it is full we cannot fit they also have their flat screen tvs in there and uh my gift from mike which was gift wrapped uh it's a it's a blue ribbon gift Uh uh-huh and um I I told him I just couldn't have cans laying around, so he gift wrapped it. Oh, I see. And well, that was nice of him. Yes, he he gift wrapped it in PBR paper, you know, to, for, for the Christmas spirit. <laughs> so I can I can legally say I don't know what's in there. You um, gave a piece of information on your show Friday that um, kind of surprised me. I had no idea. I know this is Idaho's largest toy drive, mm-hmm. and it is every year. I had no idea that at one time, just a few years ago, that this was the nation's largest toy drive. 2020. And I found that out mid-last week myself. And could you make, you guys know how insufferable I am uh, overall. Could you imagine what I would have been like (laughs) had I known then? But, uh, Mike, you know this. Chris, you guys know this. 2020 was was a year that almost destroyed me. And for... You know, I just kind of channeled all that. I wouldn't have gotten through it without you guys, that's for sure. Um, but I channeled a lot of that grief into Toy Drive that year. Yeah. And I, you know, at a time when a lot of things were shut down, you and I were out here hugging people. Uh, we can say that now because the the the, the rules are lax. Oh, I think the uh, statute of limitations has run out. Also. Yes. And 
you know, that was a two and a half trailer four day weekend. And I, uh, I, I, I couldn't believe when I, I have a hat that says regional winner. Mm-hmm. Now regional, I mean, Chris, your your words regional. Yeah, you know, I say that all the time. Yeah, yeah no, Northwest <laughs> region. Yeah, I generally mean when I say it, I generally mean Idaho and every state that touches Idaho. Yeah, but when they said when they said Charlie Company was the largest toy gatherer toy uh, Toys for Tots campaign in the country in 2020, I uh, I I had a, I had a small breakdown. Yeah. Um, because it would have been it would have been real cool for for dad to for me to tell dad that because uh, he's the one that kind of motivated me to be uh, to do this. So um, thank you for everybody who's come out then, now, since then, uh, for the past seven years. I, I know it sounds I, I know it sounds borderline NASCARish when, when I rattle these off, but I mean our sponsors are not just people who just you know write us a check. Weathertight Roofing dropped off money and toys you know these are true partners kendall auto group has donated toys donated their toy hauler to be a part of this uh idaho central credit union will be here today uh oh, the money machine the money machine will be money here machine. today and they're bringing toys seventh year sponsoring this thank you very much uh i mean honestly it, it's it's been fun doing this um, and Scandinavian Designs, can't thank them enough for not only being part of this, but the overall toy drive yeah. effort. Canyon Marine, Idaho Marine, thank you guys so much. And, uh, of course, CBS2 for all the coverage. Couldn't have done it without you guys. And we are underway this morning. Once again, we start taking toys at 6 a.m. as we begin our broadcast. Mm-hmm. We'll go to 7 o'clock tonight and then 6 a.m. to 7 o'clock tomorrow yep once again if you want to bring in your toys your checks we would love to see you this is the final two days of the 12 days of christmas toy drive it is 6 15 um we have a lot of sports to talk about today um i'm going to tell you uh right now and apologize in advance that we're going to be talking about sports a lot throughout the morning um, so let's go ahead and get our first check on what's going on with sports this morning, brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Once again, they open up at 7 o'clock every day, seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., Pork Belly and Cuna. The Boise State football team, fresh off its dominating 44-20 win over Nevada-Las Vegas in the Mountain West Conference Championship in Las Vegas Saturday, has a new head football coach, and you already know him because... He already has a record of 3-0 and with the Broncos. It's now former interim head coach Spencer Danielson. Boise State Athletic Director Jeremiah Dickey made the official hiring announcement Sunday. Also Sunday, it was announced that the Broncos will face UCLA in the L.A. Bowl hosted by Gronk, that's the official name, on Saturday, December 16th at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. Tickets for the bowl game are on sale now, and they range in price from 55 to $175 each if you want to sit in the allotted Boise State areas of the stadium. Boise State's highest-rated football recruit ever now says he will not be playing for the Broncos. Burley High School wide receiver Gatlin Bear has changed his mind following the dismissal of Boise State head coach Andy Avalos and says he will more than likely now sign with either Oregon or Michigan. That's sports. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
624, good morning, and uh, thanks for joining us once again. 7th Annual Idol's Largest Toy Drive. Uh, we have two more days, today and tomorrow. So if you've been making plans, haven't got down here yet, hope to see you either today or tomorrow. We're in front of Sportsman's Warehouse broadcasting live. A uh, lot to talk about this morning, especially having to do with sports. Uh, of course, the big news yesterday, uh, it became official. Spencer Danielson was named uh, the new head coach for the Boise State Broncos. Um, wanted you to get a chance to listen. Jeremiah Dickey made the official announcement to the team yesterday, and it was a pretty cool announcement. Take a look. Listen. First, congratulations on yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you know how much I love you. And because of that, it was important for us to go through a process, right? And I met with a couple of you, and I wanted to make sure I found the right person to lead this program. And I know it was a, a long process. It seems long, like forever for me, but it, the last three weeks has been challenging, but in a very positive way as well. I've seen this team come together. I've seen you respond like I've never seen a team respond before. That's what a Bronco is. I'm so grateful for you guys. I can't say enough of how much joy you bring me as your leader. And I'm going to try not to get emotional. I love you guys. I know that you all had expectations for this search. I know that every single one of you has either tweeted at me, spoke about in a press conference, with me in the room, with my boss, thank you. I know how much you love Spencer. And I'm glad, because he is your new head coach. Once again, that uh, is Athletic Director Jeremiah Dickey announcing uh, officially uh, yesterday what um, Alexander Tubner may have announced the day before on the football field. <laughs> Um, but you could Tubner tell. Tubner announces himself on, on the football field an awful lot. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, Knocks the, you know. You could tell by the, uh, and especially if you get a chance to see the uh, video, um, that was a huge, huge relief, I think, for a lot of the players. Um, also, I, I, you can tell by the reaction that the players absolutely love the choice. I don't know if we're ever going to find out whether uh, who the other coaches were in the search because he was making trips, uh, you know, to uh, interview apparently coaches. Um, my guess would be if he was smart, he would never announce who the other coaches were because then you get Bronco Nation going, oh. Wow, I would have rather had him than Spencer Danielson. So, I mean, if he's smart, he'll and, never and, announce and, who he was yeah, and, interviewing. And, and by the way, the people who do that will do it for 10 to 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think, in my personal opinion, and we'll talk more. If you want to weigh in on this, you can too. Um, I think it made it almost impossible to hire anybody but 
Spencer Danielson with the way the team reacted, not just the results, but with the way the team reacted. You heard from the current players, also former players. Uh, J.L. Skinner uh, texted out yesterday, or not texted, uh, on Twitter, now known as X, um, loving the decision, saying, looks like I'll be making many trips back to Boise next summer. So it sounds like, you know, he's going to be helping out with the program. Things like that are big. Uh, but I just think Spencer Danielson with with – what happened over the last three weeks of the season and especially winning the Mountain West Championship made it impossible or almost impossible to hire yeah. anybody else. If you want to weigh in, go ahead, uh, email us, Texas, call us. Uh, we'll talk about that. A whole lot more sports to talk about this morning. And it is Bronco Monday. Don't forget Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game coming up this morning. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs. That'll be coming up at about 855. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 642, live once again in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. Uh, toy drive going on. You've got today and tomorrow, 7th Annual Idaho, the lar- largest toy drive. New, uh, unwrapped gifts, toys, books. We're looking for bicycles, new also used bicycles that will go to the Boise Bicycle Project. Um, we've got Randy who's listening on 931 uh, back again this morning. Uh, you want to talk about uh, naming of Spencer Danielson as the new head coach? Sure do. Hey, thrilled that they won the championship. That was amazing. Um, I'm glad that they're playing in a big bowl game, and UCLA is tougher than heck. But I'm glad they hired in-house. Obviously, Spencer has the support of the team. But I still not quite understanding what Andy did wrong when they beat New Mexico State, you know, to get fired. Now, that's somebody else's decision, and uh, I'm just thrilled that they're playing a big game. And uh, if I had time, I'd be going down there. Yeah, I I think, um, and, and I don't. I'm not in the know. Um, but if you read between the lines, um, it, it sounded like there were problems within the locker room. Um, that that's, the, that's uh, what I heard. Yeah, yeah. That the that, that the wins and losses at that point weren't necessarily mattering. And who knows if he would have stayed? If he would have had the same, you know, team as good a team uh, as Spencer had, could he have even won the next three games? We, I mean, there's no way of knowing. But um, you can definitely tell that the the kids responded to Spencer Danielson when he got there. We don't know what happened behind the scenes, but uh, I, I think it had something to do, considering that. Boise State has never replaced a coach mid-season before. Um, that more than likely it had something to do with that. Um, I, that's only conjecture, but that—that's the only thing I could come up with. Sure. Thanks for listening, Randy. Sure. I, Appreciate I, your I thoughts. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Time for another check on sports, and I'm going to tell you right now, we got a lot of sports that we're going to be talking about today. Don't forget, we've got our Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. Um, you could probably try and guess it, although there could be three or four different plays that could have been chosen. If you listen to the post game uh, with Johnny Ball game and Mike Prater afterwards, they told you what that play is. Listen in at eight fifty-five. We've got a fifty-dollar gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs to give away right now. Another check on sports brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna, the place to go for lunch. Opening up in fifteen minutes. Also breakfast. And remember, you can get breakfast at lunchtime too because they serve breakfast the entire time they're open. Pork Belly in Cuna. 
The Boise State women's basketball team Sunday turned in its worst performance of the season so far, losing to Eastern Washington 64-43. The Broncos scored, or scored only four points in the second quarter, then scored only four points in the fourth quarter as well. Natalie Pasco had a team-high 12 points for Boise State. The Broncos are 6-2. and two. They host Cal State Bakersfield Wednesday at 6.30 at Extra Mile Arena in Boise. Florida State is now the first-ever Division I FBS Power Conference undefeated team to be left out of the college football playoffs. The CFP nominating committee Sunday announced that on New Year's Day, 13-0 Michigan will play 12-1 Alabama in the Rose Bowl, and 13-0 Washington will play 12-1 Texas in the Sugar Bowl. The winners of those games will play each other in the CFP National Championship. January 8th in Houston is when that happens. Florida State, despite finishing 13-0, will play Georgia in the Orange Bowl December 30th. According to a spokesman for the nominating committee, although the Seminoles are undefeated, their first and second string quarterbacks are both injured, so they're not the same team as they were the first 12 weeks of the season. In addition, Oregon will play undefeated Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl, Mississippi will meet Penn State in the Peach Bowl, and Missouri will play Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. Those are all the CFP Bowls. For the Mountain West, Boise State will play UCLA in the LA Bowl, hosted by Gronk. Wyoming will meet, that's the official name, the L.A. Bowl hosted by Gronk. (laughs) Wyoming will meet Toledo in the Arizona Bowl. Nevada-Las Vegas plays Kansas in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. San Jose State meets Coastal Carolina in the Hawaii Bowl. Utah State is coming here. They face Georgia State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Air Force plays James Madison in the Armed Forces Bowl. And Fresno State meets New Mexico State in the New Mexico Bowl. And that's sports. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Looking more and more like there's going to be somewhere between 15,000 and 16,000 kids who are going to be having a Merry Christmas this year. Idaho's largest toy drive continues. We have today and tomorrow. So if you've wanted to drop by toys, you have two more days to do that. You've been putting it off and putting it off. We're down to today and tomorrow, uh, 7 o'clock tonight, and then 6A to 7 p.m. tomorrow night is when we will wrap things up. And it's been just an absolutely uh, fabulous toy drive. Just so many people um, sharing the spirit of Christmas in the way of uh, new unwrapped toys, books. We've had new bicycles, more bicycles than we've ever received uh, in the past. And part of that is because uh, teaming up with the Boise uh, Bicycle Project this year. If you have a uh, used bike and you'd like to bring it in, they have over 500 requests from kids this year who have requested a bike for Christmas. And the Boise Bicycle Projects gets those bikes, fixes them up, basically like brand new. Mm -hmm. They need a paint job. They need new brakes. If they need a new seat, tires, whatever they need, they fix them up to make sure that kids on Christmas morning that want a bicycle will be able to get them. So for the first time ever, we're taking not just new bicycles, but also used bicycles. And you have really come through in helping the uh, Boise, Boise Bicycle Project this year. Also, 
Um, Toys for Tots will, uh, again, once we fill up uh, today, they will take all those items that we have been getting, as they do every single day, and start disseminating them throughout the area. Mm-hmm. It goes up to uh, Riggins, all the way to Baker City, Jerome, Idaho, into northern Nevada. That's the footprint we call of it kids the here in Treasure, the Treasure Valley. Treasure Valley Plus. Yeah. Um, so once again, thank you to everybody. Thank you to our sponsors, too. We can't mention them enough, because, and Nate mentioned this a little bit earlier when we were talking to him. Uh, not only are their sponsors helping to make sure um, that we can be here, have all the things that we need, um, like tents, the heater, um, the RV from Bish's RV, the uh, tents and heaters from Tate's Rents, um, Huge thank you. Idaho Central Credit Union, who will be here later this afternoon with the money machine. They've been with us for the entire seven years that the uh, Idaho's largest toy drive has been going. Scandinavian Designs, who help decorate the tent, um, give Santa Claus a comfortable place to sit as he met children last two days last week wednesday and friday santa claus was here um they have so nicely got in a rug they have um chairs they decorated the christmas tree yeah we we thought looks wonderful we thought we we were in the lap of luxury here in the rv and then we went over (laughs) to the tent and they've got huge (laughs) heaters and nice chairs and all sorts of stuff yeah you you and i sat in in the uh, chairs from scandinavia designs ago well this is way better than uh, we were there we're sitting we were there about five minutes and went (laughs) i I want some scandinavian chairs uh weather tight roofing kendall auto group who uh, has dropped off their trailer that they use for boise state uh, games uh, for the pregame parties. Um, that trailer has been full now more <laughs> than full for over a week of right. bicycles. Um, we've got two tents that are full of bicycles this week. Um, thanks to Kendall Auto Group for letting them. And also being a, a huge uh, sponsor, uh, Idaho Marine and Candy Marine brought in a boatload full of toys. Pontoon boatload full of toys last <laughs> week. Um, so without them um, CBS2, one of our media sponsors, Country Inn and Suites, Eagle and Meridian. Without those, uh, they, they help to make the toy drive go smoothly. And a huge thank you. Not only do they help it make it go smoothly, but you've heard some of the, the donations that have been made by those people of cash donations, checks. Um, just very, It's just awesome. Very generous people. Yes. Um, so we continue uh, with that today um, and tomorrow, once again, up until 7 o'clock today, and then we'll go 6A to 7 p.m. Uh, tomorrow as we do our final two-day push. Uh, as you heard, Nate, a little bit earlier this morning, working on trailer number f- four. When I say trailer, I don't mean like a, a little toy hauler trailer. No. 53-foot trailer. You mean like semi-trailer. Yes, utility Even, even though trailer. it's a full trailer, it's called a semi-trailer. Seventh year of donating their three, uh, 53-foot trailer. Uh, thank you to Utility Trailer. Um, we've needed it because, like uh, like we said, we're working on number four today, and we still have today and tomorrow still coming your way. Phone lines are uh, open, uh, talking a lot about sports. If you want to weigh in on the uh, choice of Spencer Danielson, we're uh, taking that call this morning. If you want to email us or call in, uh, what do you think about that? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, If you want to talk about uh, Boise State, going to the LA Bowl to take on UCLA. Hosted hosted by Gronk. Hosted by Gronk. Um, We'll we'll talk about that. That's the official name. The L.A. Bowl hosted Hosted by by Gronk. Gronk. Used to be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, but he gave that up, and uh, Gronk uh, paid to take it over. So uh, he will be hosting. Um, I wish I had 
more money than I knew what to do with. Brandon uh, writes an email, Mike, at KBOI.com. It says, good morning. I'm really excited about Coach Danielson. He sounds like an amazing guy and an incredible coach. Heck, he even makes me feel really motivated. But as fans, we need to give him a chance. We can't turn on him after a single loss or a setback. Recall that we have a tough schedule next year and things won't be a walk in the park. We have high expectations but need to understand that growing as a team will be a process and it may not be a perfect one. Let's be positive and support Coach Danielson. That's Brandon in Boise. Brandon? To which uh, Andy Avalos says, yeah. Yeah, uh, you shut up. If if Spencer Danielson (laughs) and the Broncos lose to UCLA, I'm going to call for him to be fired right immediately and everybody be benched just like during the season. You laugh, but we like him right now because he's undefeated. (laughs) He is. Um, by the way, uh, first coach in NCAA history to be an interim coach to win a conference championship. So yeah. he's got that on his resume right now. Nobody can ever take that away from him. It was very unlikely, and yet it happened. And yet, and yet it happened. Um, the schedule next year, and this was one of the things uh, that we wanted to talk about uh, here. We're going to tell you, talk a little bit about the schedule because there was an announcement by the Mountain West and the Pac-2 on Friday as far as the schedule going forward. We'll talk more about that uh, coming up here for you this morning. The good news for Boise State next year, by the way, um, if you consider it good news, because unfortunately these are two teams I think that people like Boise State playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boise State doesn't play Air Force or Fresno State next year which is kind of surprising. Um, but, but the good news is we get to play a lot of former and current Pac-12 teams. Yeah, two of them, as a matter of fact. Uh, Boise State will be playing both because we had already scheduled Oregon State, so that does not count as our plus one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, Fresno, Air Force, neither one on the schedule for next year. So Washington State now counts as our plus one. We will be playing UNLV next year, Okay. however. So that's the first time in a little while, other than for the Mountain West Championship. And they look like uh, they're going to be good again next year. It is 7-15. Other sports going on. Let's uh, take a look at that with Chris here this morning. Um, it's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. They are open. Don't forget, if you don't want breakfast uh, necessarily, but you'd like to get your day started off, you can do that with an energy drink, iced coffee, hot coffee, whatever, through their coffee drive through It's also open at 7 in the morning. You don't even have to get out of your vehicle. Get into Pork Belly in Cuna. The Boise State football team, fresh off its dominating 44-20 win over Nevada-Las Vegas in the Mountain West Conference Championship in Las Vegas Saturday, has a new head football coach, and you already know him because he already has a record of 3-0 and with the Broncos. It's now former interim co- head coach uh, Spencer Danielson. Boise State Athletic Director Jeremiah Dickey made the official hiring announcement Sunday. Also Sunday, it was announced that the Broncos will face UCLA in the L.A. Bowl hosted by Gronk on Saturday, December 16th at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. Tickets for the bowl game are on sale now and range in price from $55 to $175 each if you want to sit in the allotted Boise State areas of the stadium. Boise State's highest-rated football recruit ever now says he will not be playing for the Broncos. Burley High School wide receiver Gatlin Bear has changed his mind following the dismissal of Boise State head coach Andy Avalos and says he will more than likely now sign with either Oregon or Michigan. That's sports. Casper and Chris on iHeartRadio app. We are News Talk KBOI.
your check for us? <laughs> no, that happened on Friday. <laughs> I, th- I thought for Still sure. Still for that like, one to clear to see it. what's left. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tree City Advisors dropped off a $10,000 check uh, for Toys for Tots. Uh, thank you to uh, everybody. Thank you to you and everybody there. Um, Appreciate it. Ten thousand dollars, of course, is going to get a whole bunch of toys. Um, that will definitely make uh, some kids happy on Christmas morning. Um, something that is making people uh, really happy this morning. Um, I don't know what's going on with Bitcoin. I, I was hoping you could uh, give us some uh, guidance, but Bitcoin has exploded over the weekend. Um, it was uh, at like thirty-six thousand. I, I think on last Friday, it's now approaching forty-two thousand this morning. Um, now, I, I will say, even with all that, and it sounds great and everything, uh, as long as you got in there, we're, we're still about $25,000 away from its high of 66000 <laughs> But it's still, um, a month ago, what was it, like 23000 So it's, it's seen a big jump with the rest of the stock market over that time. Right. So it's that, that cliche saying of uh, the certainties in life are death and taxes. So now we've entered into this crypto asset arena to include Bitcoin. It seems like one of these certainties <laughs> of life is there's volatility in cryptocurrency. But you have Bitcoin that's up over 5% over the past 24 hours. It's broke past what what is this looked at as almost a key level, $40,000, right? It's almost this pat, this point of resistance, meaning we was really hovering around this thirty-seven, dollars $38,000 per token, but clearly there was optimism that took place over the weekend. Now, there wasn't necessarily any update news around the regulatory side of things because there's been a tremendous amount of optimism and speculation on when we're going to see the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission, approve an exchange-traded fund that actually owns the underlying asset, which would be Bitcoin or Ethereum. So you not only have that optimism, you also have optimism around interest rates coming down, that the central bank will eventually cut interest rates. The broader (laughs) markets are are, are hopeful for that and clearly pricing that in. And it looks like we're seeing that on the cryptocurrency side. So will this gain be maintained yet to be seen? But I will say this. Once we do get some clarification by the regular the regulatory bodies, which is the SEC, I do think that's going to be a tremendous tailwind because not only does it make the it takes away the barrier of entry to to go ahead and invest in it, right? Because right now, if you went to you went to invest in it, you either got to go through some type of exchange, it's just out of the out of the normal. So it just makes it much easier if an exchange traded fund is approved to go ahead and invest it. So in theory, that would drive more money into it, number one. And then number two, as soon as we have regulatory clarity on this from the SEC, then you have other bigger institutions, you'll have financial advisors actually be able to to include that in their in their realm as well. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're seeing that lift. Now, not so much for the stock market. We, we saw the S&P 500 hit its 2023 year high on Friday, it looks like futures market, we're taking a little bit of a pause. I think we're down about six, almost seven tenths of 1% on the S&P 500. So again, I anticipate that volatility to continue, continue throughout the year. Right. But listen, we got some good momentum. November was a great month. It appears that that, uh, that trend will continue into December as well. Since you are uh, here with us in the RV at uh, Idaho's largest toy drive, can you stick around for a few more minutes? Because uh, might as well take advantage of you being here as we get uh, to the final few days of the year. There are some tax 
things that people might want to do before the end of the year to take advantage of? Of course. Lots of things that you can do as an investor to get yourself prepared by the end of the year. All right. We'll take a break. News coming up here next. Jeremiah Bates with us uh, once again this morning. We'll talk about some of those um, things that you can do tax-wise to save you some money when we come back here on News Talk KBOI. Get 670-KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670-KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670-KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 741, once again, Jeremiah Bates uh, staying with us a little bit uh, longer this, this, this morning. He is uh, out with us. Idaho's largest toy drive uh, to benefit Toys for Tots, and we are in the uh, parking lot uh, right in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. Come on out, drop off toys. Jeremiah, as we were going to uh, break there, uh, wanted to have you stick around. Number one, we'll give you an update. Stock market, Dow, not starting off the week uh, great, down over 200 points as of right now. Um, but the, the thing we wanted to talk to you here in the la- couple of minutes that we have with you yet, um, is there anything that uh, people can do before the end of the year that will help them out with their tax bill? Uh, coming up next year that they can do right now? Of course. I I think um, as an investor, it's important to not just solely look at the the days that that are up, the days that are down. There are things that you can be strategic from a tax standpoint. And it's not about what you make, it's about what you keep. So one of these things that we suggest around around this time, every time of year, tax loss harvesting. So if you own investments inside of a, an investment account, but it's not an IRA, it's not a traditional IRA, it is not a Roth, it's not an HSA, meaning it doesn't have any special tax designation as far right. as the account titling, meaning this is an account in your name, it's a joint account between you and your spouse, maybe it's the name of your trust, you can harvest losses, meaning maybe you have you own a, a few different stocks and a few of them are winners, a few of them are losers, You can sell the losers, book the capital loss that you can use to offset any capital gains. So let's imagine that you sold a piece of investment property earlier this year and you're looking at a $10,000 tax tax capital gain that could be taxed at either 15%, 20%, and then you're trying to figure out a way to come up with that cash to cover that tax bogey. Well, if you have some losses in your stock account, which, hey, if you were invested in bonds, maybe some fixed income, I imagine there's certainly some (laughs) losses that you can book. Meaning instead of just being kind of down and beat up on yourself that uh, you had a losing investment, no, take advantage of it, sell it, book the loss. That capital loss will offset your capital gain to hopefully uh, maybe net zero. And let's imagine you don't have any gains to offset. You can still book the loss and up to $3,000 of your capital loss can be used to offset income. And any any additional amount of that loss, you don't lose it. You can carry you can carry it forward year over year to help eat up against future capital gains or additional income that come right. in the future years. So uh, say though it's a stock it hasn't done well this year, but you love the stock and you think it's going to do well. You you sell it for your loss um, January first. Then can you go back and rebuy it again? You need to wait thirty days. So that is the key for that loss to be valid to be. It's what's called the wash sale rule. So let's imagine that you own shares of, I don't know, let's just go Ford. You owned Ford, you sold it uh, today, and then immediately tomorrow you went and bought back Ford. That loss would be disallowed because you violated the wash sale rule. So you got to wait 30 days to buy that same stock back. 
But you can find uh, comparisons and you want to make sure that you go ahead and reinvest that money, at least in my opinion, right away because you don't know when you're going to miss right. a big swing. So you don't want to be left holding the bag there. Jeremiah, thanks for coming out here this morning. Appreciate. Uh, also appreciate uh, Tree City Advisors. $10,000 uh, check that they donated last week to Toys for Tots. Much appreciated. Um, we'll keep an eye on things today, get updates uh, throughout the day, and then uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning once again. Appreciate it, gentlemen. KBOI News Time, 745. Time for a uh, final check on what's going on with sports. Now, this is a final check on official sports brought to you by Pork Belly Kuna. Uh, not the last time we're going to be talking about sports today because there is a lot of sports, especially having to do with Boise State, uh, that we'll be talking about. This update, by the way, brought to you by Pork Belly. They're open um, as they are every day, Monday through Friday at the same time from scratch. Things are made that are just absolutely delicious. Find out what everybody's talking about, why they're talking about Pork Belly and Cuna. Get in for breakfast or lunch today. The Boise State football team, fresh off its dominating 44-20 win over Nevada Las Vegas in the Mountain West Conference Championship in Las Vegas Saturday, has a new head football coach, and you already know him because he already has a record of 3-0 with the Broncos. It's now former interim head coach Spencer Danielson. Boise State Athletic Director Jeremiah Dickey made the official hiring announcement Sunday. Also Sunday, it was announced that the Broncos will face UCLA and the L.A. Bowl, hosted by Gronk on Saturday, <laughs> December 16th at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. Tickets for the bowl game are on sale now and range in price from $55 to $175 each if you want to sit in the allotted Boise State areas of the stadium. Florida State is now the first-ever Division I FBS Power Conference undefeated team to be left out of the college football playoffs. The CFP nominating committee Sunday announced that on New Year's Day, 13-0 Michigan will play 12-1 Alabama in the Rose Bowl, and 13-0 Washington will play 12-1 Texas in the Sugar Bowl. The winners of those games will play each other in the CFP National Championship January 8th in Houston. Florida State, despite finishing 13-0, will play Georgia in the Orange Bowl December 30th. According to a spokesman for the nominating committee, although the Seminoles are undefeated, their first and second string quarterbacks are both injured, so they're not the same team as they were the first 12 weeks of the season. In addition, Oregon will play undefeated Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl, Mississippi will meet Penn State in the Peach Bowl, and Missouri will play Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. For the Mountain West, Boise State, as I said, will play UCLA in the LA Bowl hosted by Gronk. Wyoming will meet Toledo in the Arizona Bowl. Nevada Las Vegas plays Kansas in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. San Jose State meets Coastal Carolina in the Hawaii Bowl. Utah State faces Georgia State here in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Air Force plays James Madison in the Armed Forces Bowl. And Fresno State meets New Mexico State in the New Mexico Bowl. And that's sports. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.53 in front of Sportsman's Warehouse in Meridian. It is uh, day number 11 of the 12 days of Christmas for Idaho's largest toy drive to benefit Toys for Tots. Have till day till uh, 7 p.m. and then 6 a.m. to 7 tomorrow if you are looking to bring toys. Haven't done so yet, uh, but that is the plan. Just remember, two more days if you want to bring them here. Now, keep in mind, just because we uh, will wrap up our official 
Idaho's largest toy drive tomorrow at 7 p.m. The Marines still will be looking for toys. You can still donate uh, beyond that. But we are here taking your donations. We'll load them into a truck. Um, We're working on our fourth semi-full so far with two more days left to go. Last year, you might remember, we did four and a half trailer loads. Can Can we get to five this year we want to every year expand on our goal because it does nothing but uh helps more kids here in idaho uh speaking of kids you might have uh remembered the uh alert amber alert you received last week uh it went out on kboi for instance you probably got it on your phone uh about a baby that was uh supposedly kidnapped not turn out well uh the idaho baby has been found unfortunately dead found by police on saturday one day after the amber alert was issued the baby's father taken into custody on arrest warrant issued in connection with the death of his wife Police found the body of 10-month-old Zeke Best about 24 miles east of Idaho Falls after a hunter called in to report a man sleeping uh, in a sleeping bag on the side of the road. The man was identified as Jeremiah Albert Best, was wanted in the alert, issued Friday on suspicion of kidnapping the child. Officers located Best's car in an embankment off the road and found the baby dead at the scene, unfortunately. The man was also wanted as part of an investigation into the death of his wife, Callie Jean Randall, whose body was found in her residence in Victor on Thursday, Randall's death also being investigated uh, as a homicide, best currently um, being held in Bonneville County Jail and will remain in custody until best, his arraignment. Best, of course, uh, w- with him is an ironic name. Yeah, unfortunately. Just a, a sad ending to that story. Um, but uh, there's there's an update for you for those of you who were wondering when you got that Amber Alert, if that baby was found Baby has been found, unfortunately not found uh, alive. It is 7.56. Uh, phone lines are open at 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, once again, uh, we are taking your toy donations. We are uh, expecting toys to be coming in here. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the people who started out this year's toy drive at uh, his place of business um, expected to be in here to drop off a load of toys in just a couple of minutes. We'll do that after the top of the hour. Um, if you uh, want to weigh in on the new coach, the location that the Boise state broncos are going to be playing uh for the la bowl you want to talk about that anything having to do uh about football um there's a lot to talk about we're still going to get to that this morning uh also on the way um we've got uh bronco monday bob beeler will be with us uh coming up just after the bottom of the hour next hour and don't forget we've got a 50 dollars gift certificate we're giving away for the treasure valley subaru play of the game if you know the play of the game you listen to the post game you know what it is listen in at 855 we'll give you a chance to uh tell us what that play of the game was it was fantastic i will say that um but there were quite a few games uh that could have been included in that play of the game but if you know what it is you can get that 50 dollars gift certificate coming up about an hour from right now Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Well, that uh, Christmas tree got a little bit fuller uh, just a few minutes ago as uh, we got another delivery this morning. I want to welcome uh, Santa Tim Wrangler. Um, 
owner of uh, V-Cut Cigar Bar in Nampa, and the official location where we kicked off the 2023 um, Idaho's Largest Toy Drive this year. This was where we kicked it off. This is the first place we started taking donations and got toy donations that uh, day. You have been in. I, I watched you uh, and Nate unloading your uh, SUV and kept making trip after trip after trip, and it's like, wow, he had to give away a lot of free beer. Two full bins we filled up. So yeah. that, that, wow. I, didn't, I didn't put two and two together on how much beer we were giving away. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> bone to pick with you and Shelman. Uh-oh. So we started so early, uh, you guys didn't have bins for us. Yes, that was before so, we got the bins uh, put together and delivered, yeah. We had to make our own bin. I got a giant cigar delivery, so I took that box, <laughs> and I wrote, my wife wrote Toys for Tots, so we are apparently the Florida state of Toys for Tots. We got left out. Wow. Um, thank you. And did, I'm guessing, you know, from the amount of toys you got, you had a, a lot of people that were coming in. And yeah. um, <laughs> I, w- I want to know specifically the people, just so if, see if I know the people who are coming in every day and go, here's my toy, where's my beer? Sure, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> hey, deal's a deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Um, and you, the, the, you even went on beyond, you were just telling us, um, you know, that people, some people that come out there, of course, don't imbibe in alcohol. Um, but you have some uh, amazing French press coffee my wife absolutely loves your coffee um you also gave away pots of coffee for people that brought in toys so um thank you um not just to you but to everybody who uh was there to uh help kick off this year's idaho's largest toy drive uh from vika when we did the smoke fest uh gosh that's all the way back in october i know wow uh it doesn't seem that long ago um I, i have to ask you because um you got your business going. This is the uh, four-year anniversary coming up this coming Saturday. Right. Um, did you ever in your wildest dreams think that you would still be in business four years ago? Uh, with, the way that, with the way it started? Because you started right. off in the middle of COVID. Do, right before it, December of 19. And then in March of 20, governor said, shut your doors. Yeah. So we were shut down in March and April. And we did every stupid, goofy promotion you can possibly think of <laughs> t-bone steaks and a five pack of cigars uh, i did any, i did instagram stuff if you can make me laugh with your cigar i'll give you a free cigar i, I did all, and our customers supported us and we were able to pay the rent god bless them. yeah I, it was, it was crazy through. and you yeah. guys uh doing great from uh, what the times i visit and can see um and you're here four years later um you have a big celebration i know going on this coming saturday you want to tell us a little bit about that yeah, we have our four-year anniversary uh, this Saturday from 2 to 11, um, and this is going to be kind of a customer appreciation. So I've pulled some of my private stuff out. I've pulled a, a beautiful humidor worth about 350 bucks. I'm going to raffle off. I've got two cigars. Each one is worth uh, retails for $100. These are the, uh, the, unicorn. the unicorn. I've got two different unicorns from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. I'm going to be raffling off one of each of those. I want you to say that once again because I don't. I, I, when people hear that price, they probably think they're getting a box. Well, Casper uses $100 cigars to light his other cigars. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do have to say that my wife got me one of these last year for Christmas. Um, Yeah, it's a special cigar. Um, They're very hard to get, first of all, because they make a limited number. 
um, and you're going to raffle off two of them. Two. So if you never thought in your life you would smoke a $100 cigar, and there's a lot of people that would never do that because they just can't afford a $100 cigar, here's you. your chance to be able to do that coming up this Saturday um, for your fourth uh, anniversary. So you've got a lot of raffle prizes that you're yes. going to be giving away. Tons of crazy cigar deals. If you buy a, a box, you get a Sokka Squatch, which you have, which would be hard <gasps> like to Like the dis- big one? No, not oh, the big one. You, just, you get the little guy. No. The big one's for daddy. Okay. <laughs> if you ever uh, get tired of that, just let me know. I get, for, I get Debs. Sokka Squatch. Sokka Squatch, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, the three foot. You don't get the three foot version. You get the what no, no, ten inch high version. That's for daddy. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> um, I, I guess the question I have, and I know this is putting you on the spot again. Uh, even though our toy drive is underway, are you going to continue Absolutely. with your toy drive special? So, if people want to come in Saturday and they bring a toy, they're also going to get uh, their choice of a free beer again? A hundred percent, and I'll, wow. talk, I'll talk to Nate and see if I can actually get an official bin this time <laughs> and not a makeshift Toys for Tots bin. Once again, I'm Florida State here. You know, I prob- I'm thinking he might, since you're here, he would probably give you one of our uh, empty bins to take back home with you. I hope um, so. Because if you want to, because you're open again today, right? And, oh, yeah. and tomorrow. Um, so any day, it looks like uh, up until this Saturday, if you want to bring in a new unwrapped toy, uh, Santa Tim is going to let cut. you choose uh, choose your beer. Right? Choose your yeah. beer. Uh, I'll so take care of you. It's not the cheap beer. It's whatever you guys you, have. You know right? what we do? We, we we sit in there and we smoke cigars and solve the world's problems. There you that's, go. That's all we do. Yeah, and no. when you're there, we smoke cigars and try to fix your golf swing. <laughs> Which is no, you're not doing a very we, good we have job. a better shot at Middle East peace than fixing your golf swing, Casper. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. Thank you for uh, being. This is uh, the fourth year I, that I, you've yeah, been a part of it. I think so. so every yeah. year you've been uh, open. You've uh, uh, helped us out. So appreciate your help. Appreciate you getting the toys. Uh, appreciate you, and uh, I'll, pro- I'll probably see you Saturday. Now, hey, we appreciate you guys for putting this on. It's yeah. a lot of work for you guys. So. All, all the love to you guys. KBY News Time is eight uh, thirteen. Once again, Tim Wrangler from uh, VCut. Their fourth anniversary celebration is going on Saturday in uh, Nampa. It is eight thirteen. Uh, time for a uh, check coming up uh, with you in just a couple minutes. Uh, we're going to give away uh, fifty dollars gift certificate to R and R Barbecue with a Casper and Chris damn near impossible question. We will do that coming up here next, right after Bronco Sports today. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Once again, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, 208-888-4128 for all your real estate needs. We've got a $50 gift certificate to R&R Barbecue up for grabs. Two locations, downtown Boise. Uh, also, they're located right across the street from us. Uh, you could throw a rock and uh, hit it. I don't know why you would want to do that uh, from where we're broadcasting here uh, in Meridian uh, in front of Sportsman's Warehouse. We've got uh, Tom getting first crack at our question today. Tom? Most common final score in NFL history is 20 to 17. All right, that's happened uh, 286 times. Washington uh, got beat by Miami 45 to 15 this weekend. Denver Broncos beat Cleveland Browns 29 to 12 the weekend before. Those two scores had never ever happened in the history of the NFL before. And believe it or not, there is an official name for when that happens in the NFL. Scores never happened before. Um, Tom, what is that official name? The term is called a scoregami. It is called a scoregami. Yes. <laughs> Across more than 17,500 games, the 29-12 score and the 
15 to uh, 45. or 45 to 15 score had never happened before. Uh, congratulations! Yes, that is called a scoregami. The official name for it. Tom, you've got a fifty dollars gift certificate to R and R Barbecue. Congratulations! Thank you very much. All right, hang on the line. Now, if you're one of those people who were trying to win this morning and didn't win, don't worry. We've got R&R Barbecue to give away all this week. Listen in tomorrow morning. We're still not done with the uh, giveaways this morning either, and I'm not talking about the giveaways that Santa is doing with Toys for Tots and Idaho's largest toy drive. We have a $50 gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs coming up here. Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. It's going to be uh, taking place in about half an hour from right now during uh, Bronco Monday. Bob Beeler will be with us. We'll be talking about the latest game. We'll talk about the new coach. We'll talk about where Boise State is headed uh, to play in their uh, bowl game coming up. Everything having to do with Bronco football will be on the way. Coming up after news at the bottom of the hour. Stick around. This is Bronco Monday. The ball is caught for a Bronco touchdown. We'll discuss the most recent Boise State game and discuss the upcoming schedule. Now here's Mike Casper, Chris Walton, and the voice of the Broncos, Bob Bob Beeler. On your flagship for Bronco football, News Talk, KBOI. 836, uh, Bob Beeler with us uh, once again. Um, <laughs> I, I know you've been involved in uh, calling games for many, many years, uh, Bob, over many, many seasons. Um, I don't know if you've ever, uh, can you tell us if you've ever seen a season quite like what Boise State has just gone through? Absolutely not. I mean, Boise State has won five Mountain West championships in the time I've been here. And a couple of the times they were undefeated and it was a pretty, I don't want to say it was a cakewalk, but it was pretty easy. Of the five championships, this one is going to be by far the most memorable because of you know, having such a rough start, four and five at one point, winning the last four games in a row, changing coaches, uh, just the, the team seemingly bouncing back, you know, kind of almost like going in a phone booth, uh, you know, putting the Superman cape on over the last four weeks. And, and uh, you know, it, it's it's a season that, that, that Disney might want to write a movie about. <laughs> Before we get into talking about the game, uh, we'll do that in the next segment. Um, want to talk about the uh, breaking news that uh, came out yesterday. It is official. Uh, Spencer Danielson, uh, at, at least after Jeremiah Dickey said he did an exhaustive mm-hmm. nationwide search for the best hire, uh, found the best hire already in the program. Well, I think... I think going into the into the search, I, I don't think Spencer was the leading candidate. I don't think it was it was even his job to lose. I think he he got the job by how he attacked things, how he you know got everybody to buy in, showing his vision for the program. And, and I think that that he became a candidate and then became the winning candidate by everything he did over the last three weeks as the interim head coach. And and I think that you know. I didn't, you know, when they made the change from Avalos, you know, I thought, oh, we're probably going to go outside the program, something they haven't done before, but kind of looks like maybe it's the right time to do it. And and I just think that he, he is such a tremendous leader. He gets people to maximize what they can do. And he makes you feel so good about being on the team, working with the team. I mean, at the at the end of the game, you know, as we're getting ready to come back on the plane, he shook his everybody's hand that came on the plane, thanked him for coming. I mean, he he makes you feel good about 
about it, and and I think he obviously has a, has an ability to lead people that I, I think that you probably wouldn't have known if he hadn't taken over for the last three games. The the enthusiasm seems infectious, at least on the sidelines. You know, even things like uh, that they, they kick a field goal and he jumps up and. Yeah. And belly bumps the kicker in the air. I mean, I've never seen head coaches do that before. Yeah, and, and I don't know how. I mean, he, he's been here seven seasons, and I think he's been upstairs in the press box certainly all the time he's been the defensive coordinator, which has been the last three. Um, I think when you look at, at his, you know, how he stayed so calm in the press box because you have to kind of be that way when you're in the box. <laughs> I think he must have been just biting his fingernails and sitting on his hands because he he's a guy that looks to me like Which a sideline guy. Is it's tough to do at the same time, but yeah. And and he um, and he I think is and this has always been true. I think he's a really good recruiter. I think he connects with people. I think he connects with players. I think he connects with parents and and now, you know, the biggest, you know, you look at what you've got to do now that he's been made the head coach, the early signing day is the Wednesday after the bowl game. So the biggest thing that you know he needs to do now, in addition to getting us ready to play UCLA, you know he's got to solidify the recruiting class. You know, keep the people we have and go out and get new people because in the last three weeks, when you're an interim, you really can't go out and say much to a recruit. It's like, well, I hope to be here next year. You, you, mm-hmm. you can't you can't guarantee anything. So he he did get commit. He did, um, which is kind of unbelievable. Well, he was yeah, which was I thought was impressive. Yeah. Now, now no, uh, go ahead. I was going to say over the over the weekend, of course, though, uh, like for instance, Gatlin Bear decommitted to Boise State. Uh, I, I guess there was nothing much we could do about that. Apparently, he no. was uh, a big. Well, fan I mean, of it's going to be three years before yeah, he could exactly. be here anyway. True. And I don't think whoever he commits to is going to be the final place that he plays. In my opinion, um, you know, he's, he's narrowed it down. He said to Michigan and, and Oregon, you don't know what's going to happen in three years with the coaching staff sure. changes or anything like that. So uh, it, it's hard yeah. hard to count on somebody like that, especially in the days of being able to transfer for any reason at any time. Well, but it's a signing. Even if he signs yeah, in December with, with Michigan or whoever, it's not binding because it expires after a year. So I, I think if he comes back from his mission, and I don't know where he's going, but I would think the recruiting process would reopen. Like you said, how do you know who's coaching at whatever yeah. school? Yeah. How do you know how you're going to feel after two years? So I, 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 even if he was signed by Boise State, I wouldn't consider anybody well, that can't play for a couple of years is you know signed, sealed, some, delivered. And there have been guys, you know, also who went on a two-year mission, then they come back and they're. They're still so uh, full of enthusiasm that they immediately sign up with BYU. <laughs> you know, the, the one thing I would like to draw attention to that, I, that I do like, and I know some people are like, well, he doesn't have head coaching experience. Um, there's another coach that I, that I, there's a lot of similarities here, in my opinion, uh, to Chris Peterson, in that he's been with the program for a while. Uh, the program has been successful at times when he is there. And he absolutely loves the Treasure Valley and wants to stay here, um, just like Chris Peterson. You know, he he wasn't even looking to be the head coach or a head coach, you know, until it was like, well, I may have to leave if I don't become head coach. Um, uh, and I don't, I don't, I'm hoping that there will be more similarities going down the road. But I do like the similarities about how much he has invested in the program, how much he loves the Treasure Valley, um, and wants wants to be a part of the community. Yeah, I think he really does, and and I, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do a very good job for Boise State. I'm I'm interested 
in listening to his uh, press conference today at 11 o'clock, you know, talk about his vision for the program. But I've enjoyed working with him. I know the, the players have enjoyed playing for him. And uh, we'll have uh, one more game for the 23 season, and then it'll be on to 24. Um, yeah, uh, I'll be interested to see what he has to say in the uh, press conference a little later. We played yesterday when Jeremiah Dickey uh, announced it to the players that he was going to be the coach, and man, that, that room just exploded. So you know that there's a lot of love in that room for the new head coach, which is always good when you uh, respect and like a new coach coming in. We'll take a break. When we come back, we will talk about the uh, Boise State UNLV game uh, this past weekend. Uh, your interpretation, you got to call the game. We'll do that in more. It is Bronco Monday here on News Talk KBOI. Now back to Bronco Monday on your flagship for Bronco football. News Talk KBOI. 845, once again, Bronco Monday. Bob Beeler with us. Uh, Bob, I uh, wanted to get your take. Um, I have to say, in all the games that I've watched this year, um, I, the first question I ask after this game, watching about after three quarters, is where has this defense been all year? Uh, I got to say, from top to bottom, offense, defense, special teams, this seemed to me like by far the most complete game that Boise State has played all year. Yeah, and it was against a pretty good team in UNLV. It was their best team since 1984, so I would agree with that. I think some of it, and maybe more of it, as far as the defensive improvement, is you had a lot of new faces on the defense this year. And, and if you look at it, Matlock, Biggers, uh, Jones, and Skinner all were in NFL camps or are with NFL teams this year. So you had four basic pros that left the defense, and I think that it took a while for guys to you know, get in there, improve, and, and play better. So I think, I think that was one of the things on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, the quarterback, they harassed Maiava all night, uh, forced him into a couple of interceptions, a fumble. The, the only drive that I thought he looked you know, confident on was the first drive, and they have their receiver that's the top receiver in the league, uh, six catches for 86 yards for Ricky White, uh, but he had three of them for 52 yards. So he had half his catches and over half his yards on their first drive that they scored. So Boise State adjusted and kind of took White out of the game the rest of the way. The running backs are really kind of a non-factor for UNLV. And then offensively, Green had his best game. Really, yeah, there's only one play great. he'd like to have back, and that was the pick six. Everything else was was outstanding. He made the right decisions on when to keep the ball to run with it, when to give it to the running back. Boise State had over 300 yards rushing. Um, Genty and, and Halani were special again. Um First interim coach ever to win a conference championship game. That goes to Spencer Danielson. A record-setting fifth Mountain West championship, 15th FBS championship, and 36 overall if you count the FCF years as well. But I think maybe the most important two things that they accomplished by winning. 25 straight classes have won a title in at least one of their four years on campus. And Boise State, by winning the game, now goes to 8-5, and five, and that guarantees them a winning season, and they remain the longest consecutive streak for winning seasons at 26. And uh, also, the other thing to point out there, um, you know, ha- had they not won this game, you had mentioned it, this would have been the first senior class to not win a Mountain Championship, Mountain West Championship, and the fact that... <laughs> They did it this year. It, it just yeah. it, it's it's so amazing. amazing, considering ESPN after the loss to uh, Fresno gave Boise State a zero point one 
percent chance of even making the Mountain West Championship, let alone winning it. Yeah, I mean, the way Boise State had to win its games, and they did, but five or six other games had to also fall in the correct direction for Boise State to get into it. They had to then go to the computers to get into the championship game. They were the second team in. Uh, it really is a storybook uh, finish. I, I do want to correct one thing you said, Mike. It, it isn't every senior class has won a Mountain West championship. It's a championship, yeah, championship because over the time, yeah, right. there's been multiple. There's been Big West, there's been WAC, and there's been Mountain West. So yeah. for 25 straight senior classes, they've played for, they've won a championship at least one in their at four years. One, yeah. That's an absolutely amazing streak, by the way. Um, looking ahead to uh, next year, I know, you know, as long as we don't see transfers, which, by the way, today's official transfer portal day, right? December 4th? Sure. And, yeah. and, and I think as we look at the, at the bowl game, a lot of times players opt out of the bowl game to either go into the NFL draft and, you know, not take a chance on getting hurt in the bowl game, and then others will enter the transfer portal. UCLA has already lost a couple. Now their season had finished, you know, the week before. So, uh, you know, I, I think that this is, this is the week that you're going to see a lot of players go into it. Hopefully uh, Boise State won't lose anybody for the bowl game and for next season as well that, that can possibly come back. And I know there, I mean, there's players on Boise State's team, you know, that hopefully, like you said, that they come back next year. Um, it's easy to see how great that they are going to be or could be, you know, if we get Genty back again, um, you know, number one running back in uh, Mountain West this year. But I, I do want to draw out a couple of names that were impressive with the growth that they've had this year. Um, and one, one of those is Hassanin, who... Mm-hmm from Egypt, first player ever to play in NCAA from <laughs> Egypt. Um, he has been phenomenal, especially the uh, last three or four games of the season. Yeah, and talking with him, guys, I think so much of it is just understanding the game. A lot of kids start playing football when they're five or six years old. He did not start playing football until he was a junior in high school. So he had seen the game on TV, was interested in playing it, but as far as playing it, I think that's the biggest reason. You know, this is his third year playing at Boise State. Obviously, bigger, stronger, faster, et cetera. But I, I think that, you know, when you talk to him, he talks about, you know, reading the eyes of offensive linemen and, and understanding his keys and understanding how the defense is supposed to work. I, I don't think that that was something that was happening his first two years here. I think he's so much more knowledgeable. And then Ferguson Reynolds, the punter, is another one that's really, really improved. You know, they kick in Australia for the Australian rules football. But the first football game he ever played in was last year's opener at Oregon State. Big difference with guys rushing you than if you're just standing out on the field kicking. Hassanin had one of the best lines of the weekend, too, apparently, when he uh, saw the uh, Luxor there in Las Vegas. He says, uh, <laughs> our pyramids are better. <laughs> uh, the other one I want to draw attention to, and, and not so much because of uh, his catching ability that I've been impressed with, and you maybe see this better uh, because you get to see it on the field, um, is a tight end position. And louder uh, to me, yeah. um, not just, I mean, he's come on and being able to catch touchdowns and uh, his catches. The thing that just amazes me is watching him block. Yeah. He is a devastating blocker. So you've got basically a guy who can block and looks like he's going to be able to catch, and he's a young Boise State player that's going to be there for a couple hey, more years. He's just a sophomore. He has really developed as the years come along. Riley Smith looks healthier. He had that screen pass on the first drive for 32 yards. Uh, I think that, you know, I think to play tight end here, you got to block first, but it helps if you can 
do some things with the ball once you get there. And I think a lot of times yeah. the tight end goes kind of uncovered because you're looking at the running backs and the receivers more. He's had a couple of great games. Uh, hopefully they'll continue to use him in the L.A. Bowl. We'll take a break. Um, Bob Beeler with us. It is Bronco Monday. Don't forget when we come back, um, we'll talk a little bit about the upcoming bowl game. Also, uh, don't forget, we've got the play of the game. If you know what that is, stick around. We'll give you a chance to win that $50 gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs coming up. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 9.05, good morning. It is Bronco Monday. We're talking about the uh, latest game uh, against UNLV. And once again, we have a chance to win the Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game this morning. Chase is going to get first crack at it today. We have a $50 gift certificate. Biscuit and Hogs, if you can help identify what the play of the game was. Now, it, it, throughout the season, we've actually had a couple winners who did not listen into the post game but took a guess at it. Um, we've had a couple of times that we've had a winners that did guess at it. We've had times that people took guesses and didn't win. Chase, my first question to you. Did you actually listen in to the post game with uh, the ball game and Prater? I missed the post game, so I'm, I'm going on a whim here. Yeah, all right. You're going to try and guess. You're going to see if he'll, he'll get it. See if we. Well, there's a couple you could have chosen, but no, we'll no, see. No, there's not. Yes, there is. I disagree with you, and I'm not going to tell you which one I possibly would have chose instead. Um, what do you think the play of the game was? I, I agree. I think there's a lot of good, a lot of good plays, but I'm going to go with the Taylor Green 70-yard touchdown in the second quarter. That is not it. Oh man, that is not it. Oh, you're right. He did. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one I would have chosen oh. personally, but that is not the play of the game. It's a very good guess. And it was deserving a play of the game had there not been another play of the game chosen. All right, let's go to uh, Peggy. Uh, Peggy, um, did you listen to Prater in the ball game or the post game? I did. All right, then you're probably not going to have to take a guess at it. What do you think was a Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game? Green's handoff to Haloni, and then back to Green, and then pass to Bolt for the he- touchdown. It's, it sounds like you almost de- described a flea flicker there. Let's go ahead and listen in and see if that was it. First and 10 Broncos, 43-yard line. Game tied at 14. Dubar in motion left to right. Hand off Alani. Flip it back to Green. Green going long. Out there is Austin Bolt. Nobody there. Bolt caught it at the 15 and scores. Touchdown Green to Bolt. 59 yards at Boise State in business. Congratulations, Peggy. You've got a $50 gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs. It's all yours. I'm thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Hang on the line. We'll get some information uh, from you once again. Um, Now, here's the great thing. We're not done with our Treasure Valley Subaru plays of the game because we do them not just for the Mountain West, not just for the regular season. Mm -hmm. There will be another one coming up the Monday after the L.A. Bowl when they take on UCLA. And as you heard there, kind of important that you listen to the post game. As um, it turns out, yeah. Yeah, I, I would have, uh, the tail and green thing to me was more you know, uh, you, more impressive than the. You, and that was awfully, it was longer too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but here's, here's the thing, uh, when, when that pass happened, that was probably a more important play of the game than when tail and green hit his touchdown uh, running through almost the entire 
UNLV team. So um, there you go. Congratulations, Treasure Valley Subaru play of the game. Peggy will be enjoying that $50 gift certificate to Biscuit and Hogs, and we'll have another one coming up here in a couple of weeks after the uh, L.A. Bowl. All right, once again, phone lines are open for you today, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless if you want to get in uh, and talk about anything. Like I said, there's a lot of sports to talk about. Boise State has a, a new coach. It seems like most people are really happy with the new coach. Um, also, uh, I have to give uh, kudos to the entire state of Idaho. Um, we had a Gem State clean sweep on Saturday, which is pretty amazing. Um, it started the day off with uh, the College of Idaho Coyotes upsetting Grandview to advance to the NAIA semifinals for the first time in school history. Uh, they've faced a Grandview team with a per- perfect 11-0 and record. They were ranked number two in the nation, um, and they won 37-17, to uh, absolutely dominating the uh, second half. By the way, uh, the teams left in the uh, semifinals. Um, College of Idaho is the only one that's not rated in the top three. So, <laughs> so out of the four, out of the four, they're the only yeah. one not ranked in not, the top not three. Not ranked. They will uh, be keeping the dream alive. They are headed this week to West Palm Beach, Florida. I think it's going to be a little warmer there in, than Des Moines, Iowa. You think? They're going to take on number three Kaiser uh, this coming Saturday. The other semifinal pairing, number one Northwestern versus oh, the, uh, George, the Fighting Permanente. So congratulations to the uh, Yotes. By the way, they're they're trying to do something, and maybe you know this, Chris, because you're yeah. you're better at this trivia stuff than I am. I I don't know how many teams um, have ever done it or have even had the chance to do it. But you might remember College of Idaho won the national championship in basketball this year, and if they win one more game, they will be playing for the national championship in football. I don't know if anybody has ever won the national championship, I don't care what level, in football, in basketball, in the same year. But that's what the College of Idaho is attempting to do this year. Um, They've got to get through uh, a couple of really good teams, and all their games will be on the roads, but it begins this weekend. The other big game, congratulations to the Idaho Vandals. One year ago, University of Idaho's playoff hopes came to an end when a potential game-tying field goal attempt went wide left as time expired. Ricardo Chavez got his redemption on Saturday night, though. The senior kicker put a 29-yard field goal through the uprights in overtime, sending the fourth-seeded Idaho Vandals uh, to a 20-17 to victory over Southern Illinois in the second round of the football championship subdivision playoffs at the Kibbe Dome. Idaho, who is now 9-3, and will host number 5. They get another game to host at home in the Kibbe Dome. Number 5, Albany, who is 10-3. They won 41-13 over Richmond uh, on Saturday. In uh, Division One. I think there's never been uh, there's never been a team that's won both championships the same year, and in the last thirty years, the only teams that have won in both sports are Florida and Michigan. At, at any and, time, and, right? at yeah. any time, and yeah, that wasn't the same, not even yeah. the same year. So this could be a really big year for College of Idaho. I stayed up, by the way, to watch the Vandal game. It was a great. Great game. Uh, Idaho Vandals came from behind. Uh, Southern Illinois was ahead for most of the game, got it to overtime, and then intercepted a pass that uh, allowed the Vandals to uh, kick their field goal. So their scheduled game uh, coming up will be this coming Saturday also, that at 8 p.m. 
and we'll wait to find out. This was game was played on ESPN. Don't know if this one will also be played on national television or not. But congratulations to all three Idaho teams with the Gem State clean sweep this weekend. Um, <laughs> throughout the season. Uh, it didn't happen very often that all three teams even won on the same weekend, and here it is. True. Uh, most important weekend so far this year, and all three of them did win. So, um, The other thing I want to talk about here, uh, if you would like, um, Florida State, not happy. Florida State was left out of the uh, college football playoffs after winning their conference, going 13-0, and becoming the first team in the history of the college football playoff yeah. to go undefeated, and win a conference title as a Power 5 team, and then not make the playoffs. And, and, and I agree that in terms of fairness, there isn't any. No. Texas, 12-1. and one. Alabama, 12-1. and one. They're both in the championships. Florida State, undefeated, 13-0. and 0. They're not. Uh, Liberty doesn't, I mean, they're, they're not a Power 5. They're a group of five, but they're also undefeated. And, yeah, both, they get to play the Fiesta Bowl against Oregon yeah. and and uh, the Orange Bowl is where Florida ended up against Georgia, who also just had one loss. And which, by the way, during the entire regular season when the first-place team uh, lost, never dropped six spots. So they, they, they always stayed in the top five. Right. Georgia lost their first time in 29 games and dropped from first to sixth. So that it makes you wonder if this had happened earlier in the season, if they would lost the first week of the season, and, and all would Florida. they have made the playoffs? Now, the, the guy that is, is the head of the uh, selection committee, he came on and he was trying to explain it to everybody, like, oh, you'll, you'll have to understand this, that, you know, Florida State, even though they're 13-0, and uh, their starting quarterback and their, their second-string quarterback are both injured now, so they're not the same team they were. Which makes no sense because yeah. they've won two games. To, to which, without to which I say, who, who cares? Yeah, Getting there without the right personnel is actually more impressive than getting there with the right personnel. FSU Athletic Director Michael Alford released a statement following the uh, final rankings. The argument of whether a team is Was the it most, more than two words? Oh, yeah. Oh. The argument of whether a team is most deserving or best is a false equivalence. It renders the season up to yesterday... Irrelevant exactly. and significantly damages the legitimacy of the college football playoff. It does. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, the coach, by the way, uh, head coach Norville said, I am disgusted and infuriated with the committee's decision today to have what was earned on the field taken away because a small group of people decided they know better than the yeah. results of the back game. When, back when it was just a vote, you know, when, when there was no playoff system at all, which is practically what it is now, by the way, uh, when it was just a vote, Penn State one year went undefeated and were not named national champions. Somebody else that went undefeated was also. And the only thing Joe Paterno had to say was, try that in any other sport. Go undefeated all year and not be named champion of anything. Yeah. Um, the other thing I will say, uh, and it didn't happen to this level because they weren't a power five, uh, but now you know at Boise State uh, how they felt when they were being overlooked just to get into some of the major bowl games because mm-hmm. everybody said, well, your schedule wasn't strong. You didn't play anybody. You were What did Ohio State uh, athletic director one year call them? The church? You just played uh, people from the church of the poor? No, the, sis- little, the little, little sisters, sisters of, the poor. of the poor. There you go. So now, now, you, now you know how uh, Boise State uh, <laughs> kind of felt when they were being left Mark, out. 
Mark May, uh, this was you know when he was uh, doing games on TV and stuff. He was always famous for for not giving Boise State any credit whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. still doesn't. And, and uh, I wrote to him one time and I said, you know, there's no reason why you would ever be impressed by an undefeated team because you never played for one. <laughs> the whole time he was at Pitt, they kept losing to Penn State every year. And, and like two or three times they went 10-1 and one or 11-1 and because they only lost to Penn State. Now, um, the, you will hear the drumbeat be louder if Florida State goes in and would absolutely dominate If they annihilate Georgia, Georgia yeah. Then, you, then you're going to really hear. But if they go in and they get beat by 25, You'll 30 points. You'll never hear about it again. Yeah. It's like, see, they got it right. Oh, those so, guys were brilliant. Um, I, the, the most brilliant part about this thing is, I think, putting Georgia against Florida State uh, as far as the major bowl games. I thought was brilliant as far as who they who they lined up because now I, now you get to, you go on the field and say here you get right. to play the SEC team who people thought were the best SEC team all year SEC team all year and if you can beat them then maybe you did deserve to be in the national I, I just kind of appreciate game. the fact that they just once again uh, you know showed that Division One doesn't really have a national yeah. championship. It's all crap. It'll change next year, thank goodness. We'll take a break. Uh, KBY News Time is 917. Phone lines are open if you want to weigh in. 208-336-3700. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Idaho's largest uh, toy drive. We are into day number seven. We've got, uh, excuse me, day number 11. Mm. I almost extended it. Yeah, no uh, We've got today and tomorrow if you want to get in. Uh, Santa Claus, by the way, is going to be here this afternoon, 3 until 6 o'clock. So if you missed last Wednesday, you missed last Friday, Santa Claus is back. He had so much fun that Santa Claus will return. If you want to bring your kids out today to meet Santa, get a picture, just bring a new unwrapped toy, and you can get your picture taken with Santa beginning at 3 o'clock this afternoon. He and Nate Shuman will uh, be sitting uh, uh, down with each other. <laughs> How in, will we know which one is which? <laughs> in the uh, beautiful chairs, uh, by the way, once again, that uh, have been... Part of the decorations, Scandinavia designs, um, got the uh, Christmas tree in there. It's all heated in the tent. So once again, bring your kids out today. A latest count. Are you ready for this? Okay. 25,343 toys. They just officially uh, upped the, updated the account because um, Toys for Tots, the Marines have been out here with a Toys for Tots van, and they just emptied out the 53-foot trailer because it was getting so full again. Um, we are working on the fourth trailer, all right, two days to uh, reach our, our record, which was four and a half trailer fulls last year. We're going to see if we can get to even more this year, but we're on uh, a good pace as of right now. Um, like I said, it, that's just amazing, 25,343 wow. toys. Bikes, we're trying to get books. enough, and we're trying to get enough for what fifteen thousand, fifteen to sixteen thousand kids. So yeah. everybody gets uh, at least one thing. Let's, yeah, hey, yeah. We'll, let's try to hit uh, you know thirty or thirty-two thousand. 
The uh, bikes, by the way, the used bikes, they keep rolling in here this morning. We've got two tent fulls plus a trailer full. Um, the uh, trailer's Kendall Auto Group trailer. Now, it's been full for about the last four or five days. So all the other bikes that are coming in that are used bikes that will go to the Boise Bicycle Project have been starting to fill up the other two tents. Um, there's uh, maybe a little bit of room in one of the tents, and then we're going to have to start on the third tent. Um, there are four tents that are all tied together, so there's still <laughs> some more room uh, to that. Uh, but after the uh, final day tomorrow, um, they empty out the truck, um, and they're going to fill out the semi, 53-foot semi, one more time to deliver those bikes to the Boise Bicycle Project. So keep them coming in. Keep the toys coming in. Keep the books coming in. Keep the bikes, new bikes, used bikes, all of that. Um, and you can help out once again with uh, 7th Annual Idaho's Largest Toy Drive to benefit toys for trots. Once again, a huge thank you, uh, Idaho Central Credit Union, who, by the way, is going to be here this afternoon also mm-hmm. with the money machine. Want to get into the money machine? You get details on that. This is the seventh year that they've helped sponsor. They've been a sponsor of Idaho's Largest Toy Drive every single year. Scandinavia Designs, Weathertight Roofing, Kendall Auto Group, Idaho Marine and Canyon Marine, they uh, brought in a uh, huge pontoon boat full of of toys last week tds fiber uh utility traver trailer seventh year they've donated their 50 foot trailer 53 foot trailer tate's rents uh donating propane and heat uh also a huge thank you to bishop's rv donating their rv so that uh, chris and i can be out of the elements every morning uh I, broadcasting I, the show live i love those bishops yes thank you very much to all of our sponsors and thank you uh, to you. We'll take a break. News coming up here next, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to email us, you can do that. Chris at KBOI.com, Mike at KBOI.com. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 934 once again, Idaho's largest toy drive to benefit Toys for Tots underway. Day 11 of the 12 days of Christmas, taking your toy drive donations. New unwrapped toys, bikes, books, get them here. You've got today and tomorrow till 7 p.m. each day. Santa Claus will be here later this afternoon. That's a great uh, way to bring down the kids. If they've wanted to talk to Santa, here's a way to do that. And uh, if you uh, want your picture taken, just bring a new unwrapped gift, and you get your picture taken uh, with Santa, too. Once again, that is happening this afternoon, beginning at 3 o'clock. A uh, couple, by the way, phone lines open, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to get through. Um, you can also email chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Uh, text message in, uh, once again, they're uh, asking where the uh, Boise State Mountain West Championship, uh, or the not the Mountain West Championship, the L.A. Bowl is going to be played. That is SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Technically Inglewood, but yes, Los the, Angeles. The uh, home field of the Los Angeles Chargers and the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. It'll be the second game in a row that Boise State will be playing in a cavernous an NFL stadium. <laughs> Brand new yep. NFL stadium. Yep. Relatively new, anyway. So uh, kind of cool for them to uh, be able uh, to do that especially after where they the ups and downs of the season but that's mm-hmm. where it is officially uh going to be uh going on by the way if you're wondering the uh the official name Starkle Brands LA Bowl presented by Gronk 
Sure. That's that's, that's the name. Well, that's the traditional name. Sure. I don't know what Starco <laughs> Brands is. Somebody's going to have to help me out there. Starco. Uh, but that's the official sponsor. Starco Brands, L.A. Bowl, presented by Gronk. By the way. Is it S-T-A-R-K-O? C-O. Oh, C-O. Uh, by the way, uh, this was the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Um, for the last two years, and Jimmy Kimmel, for whatever reason, maybe he ran out of money. Uh, maybe he didn't like buying uh, all the uh, championship belts because that's instead of a ring, if you win the LA Bowl, you got a big, huge look like uh, WWE wrestling belt. Really? Which was kind of cool. I don't know if I, I think you still get that it's because one way to look at it, yeah. Some of the pictures that I have uh, seen. Show Gronk holding that uh, bowl uh, belt just like that they had received the last two years when it was the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Um, so it looks like uh, that possibly um, if Boise State were able to win, um, they would get that big, huge WWE type belt. By the way, they are already the early line, um, they are two and a half point underdogs to UCLA. So we'll see if that line moves over the next week. But uh, this game is uh, almost uh, a home game uh, for US UCLA. Their campus is 10 miles away from SoFi Stadium. So far, all I've found about Starco is that they are not a uh, company that specializes in fast-loading uh, websites. There, <laughs> um, I, I have a funny feeling that has to do with here because uh, yeah. n- none of my stuff's loading fast again this morning. <sighs> Uh, a couple of other uh, news stories locally here that we need to share with you. Uh, one of them could be very important if you have uh, kids who like eating cinnamon applesauce. Two southwestern Idaho children uh, have had heightened lead levels in their blood after eating cinnamon applesauce packets that were recalled, state officials announced this week. company that distributes the products recently recalled apple cinnamon sauce and pouches from Wanabana. Weiss and Schnucks. Those products should be thrown out. Federal regulators say not eaten or sold or served. The uh, Idaho children affected live in Elmore and Ada counties. According to the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare, the only recalled product available in Idaho is the Wanabana apple cinnamon fruit puree, which Wanabana is. Wanabana or Wanabana? Wana, no, not banana. Oh, okay. Wanabana. Uh, apple cinnamon fruit puree, which is distributed nationally through Dollar Tree, Amazon, and other online stores. That's according to the state health department. Uh, Food and Drug Administration reports that there have been 57, at least 57, adverse events across 26 states potentially linked to the recalled products. That does not include the uh, two children here uh, in the Treasure Valley who were affected. Consumers who bought recalled products should be carefully emptying their containers into the trash, according to health officials. All the animal cinnamon fruit puree pouches, expired or not, have been recalled by the company, but you either need to return them back in for the recall um, to get your money back. Do not serve them. Throw them out. Um, And as I said, two Idaho children apparently have already eaten and uh, been found to have excessive levels of lead in Mm. their uh, blood, which, by the way, is not good in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) No, it's not. Um, The other news uh, coming out this... When they say get the lead out, there's a reason for that. There you go. This came out Friday after our show. Uh, Theo Hansen from Nampa has officially become the seventh 
Idahoan charged for their involvement in the January 6th riot at the Capitol after he was arrested in Nampa. Prosecutors have charged more than 1,000 people throughout the country with crimes. We told you um, here about a month ago that, uh, according to the prosecutors, they're only about halfway through their investigation. So even though there's been over 1,000 people charged, their investigation is continuing, and they said they're only about halfway um, with that arrest. By the way, um, that brings the uh, total to seven people here in Idaho wow. uh, that have been charged. Hansen, who is now an Idaho resident, actually lived in San Diego at the time the alleged crimes were committed. He was arrested on suspicion of felony obstruction of an official proceeding, felony civil disorder and according to the release he also faces three misdemeanors knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building or grounds disorderly conduct in a restricted area and violent entry and disorderly conduct on conduct on capital grounds those are the charges he will be facing authorities charged uh, six idaho residents in the capital riot all but one of the defendants sanford uh resident michael pope have been sentenced Idaho Falls resident Tyler, too, was the only one sentenced who was placed on probation. All the other four were sentenced to at least some time in prison or jail, ranging from a few months to uh, over four years. So number seven wow. uh, resident here in Idaho, and like I said, he was arrested um, uh, last week. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we got an uh, email in uh, on this one. Um, no name on this, uh, and I wish there was a, a, an email that didn't come through uh, the website. Um, you need to write back to somebody, is that what you're saying? I, w- I would like to write back because I- I'm curious where he gets his uh, information because I think he's, you know, full of it. Uh says, <laughs> I haven't heard you discussing any of the voter fraud issues that have been in the news. Finally, there has actually been a case or two that really made it to court. Uh, Chris was very disingenuous when he says 60 cases have been dismissed fraud. The cases were never heard. Judge just finally heard a case and said there is definitely enough evidence to question the veracity of the vote, not just conspiracy conspiracy theorists and court cases finally taking place, questioning, looking at machines uh, about time. Now, now my question, if you had given an email that I could write back to, would be uh, I looked this up and I cannot find where anywhere where there was uh, any of the presidential fraud cases that you claim went to court. Now, there is fraud, and we've said this numerous times on this show. There is fraud in every single election. It it happens. Um, The question is, is there enough fraud to overturn an election? Now, the only fraud cases that I see uh, when I got your email and and did a check um, didn't have to do with the presidential election. It had to do with a primary election for the person who was found guilty. Um, she was found guilty of committing fraud to try to get her husband elected in the primary, win the primary, and also get elected in the general election. Uh, it had nothing to do with the presidential election. So that's the latest one, and that just happened, I think, last week. Um, however, if you have um, a case that you can give us that went to court, here, as you just said, here recently on the presidential election uh, fraud case that was won, uh, I would I, I would gladly look at that, but um, I I wasn't able to find that. Um, so I don't I don't know exactly what you were talking about 
um, as far as the uh, fraud case that was uh, won in, in the 2020 presidential election. But like I said, I, I wasn't I even, able to uh, find it, but maybe you have. Uh, I, go ahead and send us the link. I even uh, checked out uh, innuendo.com, and they didn't have it. They didn't have it either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, if you have a link to this, the story, um, it, it's not being posted, but maybe that's you know part of your conspiracy theory that you know all the news sites, even Fox. I even looked on Fox, and you would think that Fox would report it because they were claiming that there was um, a massive amount of uh, fraud going on, but even Fox doesn't have any story of any case being won in the presidential election fraud case uh, here over the last you know couple of weeks. So um, I, I don't know. Uh, I tried to find it. I can't find it. But maybe you have a link to the story, and maybe or or maybe it is uh, another election fraud case that you're talking about. And like I said, there is election and ev- uh, fraud in every election they find, and and they they try the people when they find them. So um, well, you know how it works in the modern day. You turn on the news. And if they say exactly what you expect them to say, then everything's fine. If they say something that you weren't expecting, then they're lying because there's no chance that you're just an idiot. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. We've got one more segment on the way. Once again, we're live from the 7th Annual Idaho's Largest Toy Drive to Benefit Toys for Tot. It's going on right now. Um, we'll take a break. If you want to get through, one more segment, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Jai and Caitlin Rayner were two of the passengers left behind after paying nearly $2,000 for the trip. It wasn't until we arrived at port on the day, which was what made it so... Such of a gut punch. They were in Brisbane, Australia, and say just before the quantum of the seas was about to set sail, passengers showing up at the terminal were told they didn't have a cabin. It's devastating. Like, you know, you, like, the feeling as well that we got home and we have to unpack all of our bags is like, it's so sad. Royal Caribbean says the demand for the recent November 28th cruise went beyond the rooms that were available. Um, That's the the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. How do you sell more than are available? It's not our fault. The the, the people wanted more rooms than what we had. Then stop selling them. None of those people were willing to sleep in lifeboats. I I, I just don't understand that that way of thinking. We had no idea. Do you not keep track of the reservations? It's like... (laughs) On, remember on Seinfeld yeah. when, when he went to get his rental car and they said, well, we don't have any available. And he says, but I made a reservation. And she says, well, yes, I know what a reservation. He says, I don't think, I don't you, think do. you do. Because anybody can take a reservation. It's the part where you <laughs> save me a car. that. And that's the most uh, you know maddening thing is you spent all this money uh, to reserve. Then you, you spend the money to get sure. to there and they tell you, sorry, we don't have Unless you happen to for a, you. Unless you happen to just live in Brisbane, you, you're probably I, out some money already. I don't, I don't get that. Sorry, we just we we uh, didn't realize we had uh, this few rooms. Is this the first day you've ever counted your rooms on this ship? What's going on? Uh, another text message in says, "I didn't catch the name of your cigars guy this morning." Um, by the way, his name is uh, 
Tim. Rain He's Bear. with V-Cut Cigars. Says he deserves to be applauded for being uh, creative and able to hang in there during the governor's obscene and heartless shutdown. He is keeping his doors open. Reminds me, uh, if Mr. Little, who doesn't even deserve that title, decides to run again, we all need to get out and shut him down. Anyone who thought it was a good idea to close America's small businesses needs to go. Unless, of course, our uh, Secretary of State is too entrenched in uh, voter fraud. Um, you, you did miss your chance. I don't know who's your, who your name is. You didn't put it on here. Um, you do realize that the governor was up for election last year, don't you? D- did you miss out on that? Because if you wanted to get him out, you could have done it already. But I guess if you weren't able to do it next year, uh, uh, wait for three more years because he'll be up for election. Last year, yeah. Yeah, he'll be up right. for election in three more years. So, uh, yeah, you missed your shot. He was He was up for election last year, but... Uh, maybe maybe you didn't realize. I, I don't know. Uh, another uh, email this morning from Jay says, I love hearing the audio clips from Bob's football broadcast when you do the play of the game contest for us listeners. I would assume KBOI has archives of uh, game calls from over the years. was wondering if they would ever be available for download. Well, you can assume... <laughs> We might. I, I don't they know. Might, I don't know if we uh, keep were, those for, ar- there for were, archives or not. There were many, many decades that we didn't have uh, quite the space for uh, recording right. things and, right. and keeping them that we do now you well, know, with, I, I with, mean, with computers. Heck, it's only been the last, what, 20 years or, or maybe a little more than that, that the ability to do that even yeah, ex- even to archive existed. 24 yeah. hours a day. Yeah, so um, I, I don't know, and I don't know how long um, those, you know, get saved, because they do, I mean, they do take up quite a loom, bit of room, so um, they probably could have been purged by now, but uh, thank you for the email. I appreciate that. Uh, what else? I think that covers the uh, emails that uh, we've received so far uh, this morning. Um Coming up for you uh, later today as we get ready to wrap things up here uh, today from uh, Idaho and its largest toy drive, Benefiting Toys for Tots. We're in front of uh, Sportsman's Warehouse once again. Now, we've got the rest of today. Um, so if you want to bring your toys out, and we've had people bringing out toys uh, all morning long this morning. Uh, as we mentioned, we did talk from Tim from V-Cut, um, and uh, he was the place where we originally kicked off our toy drive earlier this year. And you can still, by the way, go into V-Cut, and he is still to- taking donations. I did notice, because he had said he didn't have a box, Nate put together a box for him before he left. So if you want to drop off toys in Nampa at V-Cut uh, throughout the rest of the week, He's going to continue his promotion where you bring in a toy, you get a free beer of your choice. So he's going to continue that uh, every day. If you want to take advantage of that, Santa Tim will uh, let you uh, be a part of that. Coming up this afternoon, um, we've also got Santa on location once again. Nate Showman does his show live here, 3 until 7 o'clock. Santa will be here from 3 until 6, so if you want to bring out the kids uh, to meet, um, Santa, you can do that coming up here today also. Um, and uh, I hear it on authority. He may even be back tomorrow. So you could have <laughs> today and tomorrow uh, for Santa's visit. So if you want to bring out toys, if you bring out new unwrapped toy, keep that in mind, or a bike, or you can also uh, bring books. 
or uh, for the first time ever, used bikes. And we've got a lot of those. Bring those with you, and you can get a picture taken with uh, Santa also. Um, we've got over 15,000 kids that we need to help out this year. We can't do it ourselves. Um, we do the easiest part. Broadcasting mm-hmm. here uh, every day is awesome. Um, we even have uh, sometimes, and this has been happening for longer than I have been here, thanks to our peanut brittle yearly that gets dropped off some of the most amazing <laughs> peanut brittle i have ever had in my life um we've got it again this year sacks of it so thank you once again um and then uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning you got uh, bronco tuesday coming up tomorrow morning another chance to win r and barbecue too so